Welcome back, everybody. This is episode six of A Couple of Creeps. I am your hostess with the mostest, Morgan. And this week, for the second week in a row, I am joined with my absolute least favorite co-host, Colin. Say hi, Colin. Howdy. (laughs) And I think he's wondering why I gave him no choice in coming back for the second week in a row. And it's because I plan on talking about one of his favorite subjects. I don't know about that. One of his favorite cryptids, the Mothman. The Mothman. I mean, this man has a Mothman shirt. Yeah. I had to think about it. I was like, no, I don't. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you bought it for me, to be fair. I, I did buy it for you, but it's <laughs> You're like, this man has a Mothman shirt. <laughs> like, I just was like, look what I got, baby. But I bought it for him because, what do you say, like a year ago, a year and a half ago? Maybe. We were laying in bed watching TikToks. And this- that would have been longer than that. And this one popped up, and it was just a black screen, but you could see two like red eyes. Red eyes, and it was the um, tune to YMCA. And so it does a the yeah, and when it winds up to where it'd be like you know, young man, it, it just, just this the man. lights click on, and it's a guy in a full moth costume who goes Mothman, and, and that was the whole thing. And for some reason, it really tickled you. It tickled me and you. I was tickled, but you were. I was. You were about to wet the bed. I was because I thought it was. The funniest thing I'd seen in a long time. Yeah. And then I had been playing a video game called Fallout 76, and it takes place in West Virginia. And there's a portion of it where you can go to Point Pleasant. Yeah. And uh, I I was talking about it to you and all that, and I'm just telling you all about. And, like, for some reason it took you a minute, but then you were like, wait a minute. Mothman's a thing? And I'm like... <laughs> Yes. Yeah. Oh, like, yeah. And I was like, you don't know about Mothman? Like, no, I just thought it was a silly little thing on TikTok. And I was like, holy shit. So I was telling you all about it. And ever since then, we just like to bring up Mothman every now and then. So yeah. I, I thought I would take a, a detour because I've done a few haunted places. I've done aliens. Yeah. If you go all the way back to episode one, I did Skinwalker Ranch. Mm-hmm. So I thought this week we would venture into cryptids. Yes. And so... Colin and Chris have their own podcast called Simply One Podcast. Airs on Wednesdays, <laughs> eight a.m. eight a.m. Eastern time. <laughs> and Chris does a little little segment called Chris's Cryptic Corner. Yeah, which has kind of evolved into Chris's Creepy Corner. Yeah, you know he doesn't want to bog himself down. And this past week he did a, a haunting. He did um, Amityville. Amityville. House. And I thought, you know what? I'm going to adventure into his area. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And do a cryptid. And I chose Mothman just because it's something we both like to talk about. And I'm ready to get rolling if you are. Ready, ready to get stinky. I'm ready on to get Mothman. stinky on Mothman. All right, tell me about him. Okay. So the state of West Virginia has had its fair share of strange and often inexplainable events, such as the visitation of the Flatwoods Monster and the Endred Cold. But perhaps the strangest yet is the arrival of the creature known as the Mothman. Mothman who changed the sleepy little town of Point Pleasant forever when it swooped in one cold autumn night in 1966. I like your little swooped in. Swooped in. Today, Mothman is one of the most well-known cryptids in the world, made famous partly by the John Keel's book later adapted to film The Mothman Prophecies. Mothman is also hunted in mountain monsters on Destination America. Not a sponsor. So before we get really into it, we're going to talk about some of the main sightings that really started the whole thing. Yeah, the ones in the, what, the 60s? Yeah. 
So the first recorded Mothman sighting took place on November 12th, 1966, near Cleden, West Virginia. Uh-huh. I'm sure I butchered that name. Could be. How's it spelled? C-L-E-N-D-E-N-I-N. C-L-E-N-D. E-N-I-N. Clandinan. Got to put a little West Virginia on there. Clandinan. In case you're curious, we're from the Midwest, yeah. so we don't really deal with a whole lot of those. Whoa. <laughs> what a whoa. <laughs> the, those there hill folk. <laughs> I, met, I met people with Southern accents. <laughs> we're famous because we don't have one. Right, yeah. That plain Midwestern that accent. That plain Midwestern accent. But <laughs> on November 12th, 1966... Five men were in a cemetery preparing a grave for burial when they saw something they couldn't explain. Lifting off from the nearby trees was a brown-winged creature. <laughs> Collins across from me, flapping his, his arms. Oh! I don't think he made that sound. <laughs> either. <laughs> the men held to the fact that they... Hold on, I gotta start over. <laughs> I got a little distracted. I got a little distracted. And the bird call. <laughs> The men held to the fact that what lifted off beyond the trees was no bird. It was humanoid. Yeah, it was a mothman. <laughs> so that was the first time it was spotted. Mothman. Mothman. So later that year, we go to the TNT area. Yes. The creature was sighted in many places across West Virginia and the surrounding states. But the largest number of sightings happened near the old West Virginia Ordnance Works, an area now known by locals as the TNT area. Yep. The West Virginia Ordnance Works. Yeah, basically a TNT factory. Mm-hmm. For the mines. Is an abandoned area to the north of Point Pleasant, West Virginia, that dates back to World War II. The facility during its operation manufactured ammunition and dynamite. The surrounding area is mostly forest dotted with numerous grassy clearings and thick concrete domes called igloos that were used to store barrels of gunpowder. The area is also riddled with abandoned tunnels, most of which have collapsed or been sealed off or have become flooded with water. A wildlife sanctuary, McClinic Wildlife Management, now encompasses the area. In 1979, fishermen in the TNT area reported that chemicals had been left to seep into the ponds, causing it to be labeled an environmental disaster. By 1983, the TNT area was among the country's most polluted sites. It was here in the TNT area on a on the cold night of November 15, 1966, three days after the first sighting took place, that two young couples would encounter the, this bizarre creature. Roger and Linda Scarberry were driving in Roger's black 57 Chevy Bel Air with Steve and Mary Mallet through the area around midnight when Linda noticed unbelievably two large glowing red eyes in the darkness beside the old north power plant and screamed they soon learned that these eyes belonged to something that looked frankly human about seven feet tall with wings folded against its back roger stalled in the road for a minute well yeah i would too yeah, right. <laughs> that's really gonna throw you off stop in your tracks inspecting the strange creature the four realized immediately that their spectacle was no ordinary bird the true horror began, however, when the creature spread its wings and pursued them down the highway to the Point Pleasant city limits at speeds exceeding 100 miles per hour. Yeah. I Yeah, I'd be screaming too. Yeah, right. I'd be freaking the fuck out. I might out. be screaming profanities. Right, yeah. 
The four arrived in town, startled and confused, and with no sign of the mysterious bird that had chased them. Roger parked his car at the edge of town and they discussed their encounter, eventually deciding that what they saw was nothing more than an aberrant bird, and in an attempt to face their fears, they again drove towards the TNT area. It wasn't long before they saw the creature again, apparently waiting on them beside Route 66. The couples now realized that their stalker was no bird, but in the instant that the car's headlights landed on the creature, it lifted vertically into the air with tremendous speed and disappeared above the tree line. It's the Mothman. It's the Mothman. This time when they arrived into town, they went to the Mason County Courthouse and told their story to Sheriff George Johnson and Deputy Miller Halstead. Two hours later, city police began investigating the area, only to return empty-handed. The next day, a press conference was held and the local press began printing on the story, causing others to come forward with previous and future sightings. Yeah. This was the major event that started it all. That yeah, blew up like overnight. Yeah. In the November 16th issue of the Point Pleasant Register, the strange encounter would be brought to the public eye with the headline, Couple Sees Man-Sized Bird, Creature, Something. Yeah. This it's a man. Or, no, it's a bird. It's a plane. It's Superman. It's Mothman. Mothman. The strange encounter in the TNT area was a harrowing experience for everyone involved. And on the morning of November 16, 1966, Linda Scarberry was rushed to the hospital by her father after experiencing a nervous breakdown. <laughs> <laughs> on this phenomenon, Roger Scarberry stated, I'm a hard guy to scare, but last night I was for getting out of there. Oh, he was for getting yeah. out of there. Yeah. I thought you were saying he was forgetting no, he out was, of there. He was for getting out of there. Like, I got yeah. the, I gotta get the fuck out it. of here. Yeah. So the sightings continued, and this creature would be seen throughout the next 13 months in Point Pleasant. Yeah. And it was estimated that there was over 100 sightings within this time. Though these are unidentifiable reports, and the actual number of report sightings may be quite lower, Mothman witnesses were also harassed by the men in black. Mm hmm who wanted them to not speak about this creature. The strange sightings all seemed to culminate. Yep. And the, and the bridge collapsed. Yeah, and the collapse of the Silver Bridge on December 15th, 1967. Yeah, um, see, I knew the name of that fucking bridge. Yes, you did. You're my Mothman expert. That's right. Hence why you're here. <laughs> um, many similar cryptids and creatures have been seen worldwide. The sightings are similar to Mothman in many ways, including the fact that most of them seem to be Heralds of impending disasters. Yeah. Some of the places Mothman or its fellows have visited include a mine in Freiburg, Germany, where the Mothman-like creature scared miners away shortly before a collapse. I was going to say, he's always kind of, when I've read like the, the folklore about him, all that, everybody seems to think that, because some people were like, oh, did he ca cause the bridge collapse? Yeah. But the consensus seems to be like, no, he was trying to, he was trying to warn, warn them. them that the bridge was going to collapse. Yeah. Another notable visit was to the nuclear plant at Chernobyl, where a creature haunted the facilities for a while before the famous nuclear meltdown. There were also two Mothman pictures taken in New York on 9-11 and multiple sightings before the Minnesota bridge collapse. Yeah. Some believe that the Mothman tries to warn people about disasters before they happen, such as the Freeburg and Chernobyl sightings listed above. However, since there only seems to be one Mothman instead of a bunch of his kind... And since he seems rather paranormal, these sightings are not much 
of interest to cryptozoologists who right. want to discover new kinds of creatures. Yeah. So here's here's a description of Mothman. Mothman is described as a bipedal winged humanoid. I mean, it walks on two feet. Despite his name, which was given to him by newspapers, he is in no way moth-like and has an appearance more like that of a large humanoid owl. His coloration varies from black, gray, to even brown, although it is usually the darker shades. He is often reported to be about 7 feet tall and with a wingspan of about 10 to 15 feet or more, plus the ability to fly over 100 miles per hour. Sometimes he's described as not having a head with the two huge red eyes set in the chest. These eyes are reported to be glowing or at least reflective. The details of his face and his feet have never been adequately adequate quickly described one witness who saw the face clearly could not only say that the details were horrible and monstrous she had terrible nightmares and nearly suffered a nervous breakdown anyone who gets a close look at the mothman seems to suffer from extreme fear and psychological distress sometimes lasting for months or years afterwards in a particular people say that a sense of pure evil overcomes them when they see mothman's eyes Kind of reminds me of like like some Eldritch horror stuff of like um, I just completely lost his name, but you know came up with Cthulhu and yeah. Right, what's his freaking name? Like the author? Mm-hmm. Oh God, who did write that? Jamie, look that up. <laughs> yeah, Jamie, pull that up. Jamie, pull that up. Yeah. Hey Siri, who wrote Cthulhu? H.P. Lovecraft. Yes. Yeah, it reminds me of something like that where just the mirror like interacting with him just scrambles your brain yeah so they say that he can fold his wings and walk with a weird shuffle that many witnesses compared to a penguin when he (laughs) 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 then he just takes off then he just flight and he's 100 mile an hour he's a fucking peregrine falcon (laughs) when he flies he unfolds his wings and shoots straight up with great speed then levels out to go wherever he wants to go he is rarely observed flapping his wings except for takeoff. When you said he is rarely, I thought you said he's Israeli. <laughs> I was like, I don't think he is. I don't, I don't think he is. Um, uh, witnesses often describe his flight pattern as straight up like a helicopter. Straight up? It's like a helicopter. It's like a helicopter. <laughs> he can fly much faster than any bird should be able to fly. And you've got me so... <laughs> So frazzled? Yes. He can fly much faster than any bird should be able to fly, as measured by those victims who suffer from what seems to be Mothman's favorite activity, chasing cars. He'll fly in front of them and even sometimes hit the roof of the car. Maybe he's drawn to the headlights. Maybe. Like a moth. Like a moth. So a lot of people claim that the Mothman is a hoax. I mean, with any cryptid, it's just assumed that it's just some other animal. I mean, I think it's... Well, and even then, I wouldn't be surprised if with the timing of it. Because, I mean, you've got a lot of, like, the Men in Black and the Alien stuff that just starts in, like, the 50s. Yeah. And then is like, has a really heated, like, 20-year reportings of, like, UFO sightings, the Men in Black, things like that. And then it just kind of peters off. Yeah. Where, like, I think it's at the same time that, like, sci-fi movies got really popular. Yes. And you know what I mean? We've yeah. got, like, the Men from Mars, right, and all that. And so I do wonder how much of it was, like... One couple saw something scary in the woods. Yeah. And, you know, it's kind of like the big fish, right? You know, where they see a big owl or a big bird or something like that. And they're like, do you see that fucking thing? That was a man with wings, you know? And they're like, oh, you know, they start freaking out. And then everybody else wants to see the Mothman. Yeah, because 
you figure a lot of things like that, when you read about it, really started to be seen in the 60s. Yeah. You figure, not a sponsor, but we went to Disney World a few years ago, and we mm-hmm. went to the 1960s cafe. Yeah. Or, yeah, the 50s drive-in. The 50s drive-in. And they played old black and white yeah. 50s and 60s scary movies. Yeah, and sci-fi films. And and so I'm not surprised. And a lot of those creatures are something like yeah. a Mothman. Yeah. You know, the Mothman would fit in on, you know, a dude in a makeshift suit, you know, yeah. in one of those horror movies. Like the creature from the Black Lagoon, you know. Yeah. Something like that. Yeah. And so I really wouldn't be surprised if, or if it was a hoax, some guy in a costume like that who then, you know. It carries off. The news picks it up, and then everybody and their mother wants to see Mothman. Yeah. And wants to be, you know, get their... Minute know, of fame. Minute of fame. So, I saw Mothman. I saw Mothman. You know. He was freaking attacking the hood of my car when yeah. I was driving. But the the story of the lore of it is kind of fun to think about and, and, and listen to and, and hear about. Yeah. So, obviously, there is yet to be any true, credible, physical, or photographic evidence yeah. to truly support the existence of Mothman. But there are a few photos that have been mistaken for Mothman such as a photo of a bridge taken in 2003, which turned out to just be a piece of metal tilting and falling off. There have also been some photoshopped images mostly done for our purposes and not to fool anyone. Right, yeah, not not trying to pull the wool over your eyes or anything. But a lot of explanations for Mothman sightings have been associated with at least two other cryptids, the gigantic thunderbirds with gray bodies and red heads that were sighted in the same area at the same time, by a few witnesses, an Owlman, which is an identical creature with wings and red eyes, sighted in Cornwall, England in 1976. Sheriff George Johnson, who the original witnesses contacted, believed the Mothman may have been a large heron. Wildlife biologist Dr. Robert L. Smith at West Virginia University thought that Mothman was a sandhill crane, which the newspapers then reported on, but the witnesses completely disagreed. Skeptic Joan Nickel posted owls as an explanation because of their eye shine and their silhouette resembling the headless mothman. Most modern skeptics seem to agree with Joan Nickel, but the sightings might just be too extraordinary to attribute them to such animals. Right. Two legends from Shawnee lore mention creatures closely resembling mothman, deemed, oh good lord, Miss Iguana and Wapi, respectively, in the legend of Miss Iguana. Miss Guana. I apologize. (laughs) (laughs) The description of Mothman is indeed similar to Bigfoot by ceremonial dress used during the breed dance. Did you just say breed dance? Yes. (laughs) Mothman is like a sex symbol? (laughs) According to them, he is. To to which tribe was it? Um, Shawnee. The Shawnee. The Wapi legend is also similar in that it's part of Shawnee lore and that a family of Native Americans chose to become white hawks living in the forest near Point Pleasant. Some believe the Mothman may be an angel, demon, or the product of a blood curse placed upon the town by Chief Cornstalk, who was murdered along with his son in the area. Jesus. I know. I, was, I wrote this and I was reading it and my brain went, fuck. Goddamn. Similarly, the curse theory is one very attached to the collapse of the Silver Bridge. Yep. The more likely assumptions, however, like a normal barn owl, have been proposed, such as the fact that original sighting, what they seem to describe, is more in line with an illusion during driving, and other sightings could be misidentifications and calls for attention. Yeah, because that is an underlying theme is like the people that see them were driving yeah and obviously if i'm going 100 mile an hour how accurate is my eyewitness 
at yeah. night. You know what I mean? Yeah, but if something's like chasing you and hitting the hood of your car, mm-hmm. you're not imagining that. Well, no, no, no. I'm not saying they're not. Or, or it could have been an us situation when I got you that Mike Wazowski yeah. antenna topper for my old ass <laughs> car, and we're driving down the road, and it just the wind caught him, and he just started beating on the hood of the or the roof of the car, and we're like, "What the fuck is that?" And of course, my first thought is, "It's, it's a, a vampire were- <laughs> or it's a werewolf." I said, a, "It's a lichen." It's a lichen. Oh the fuck. <laughs> And I'm like, or there's someone in the fucking trunk. I know. Well, that was my first thought was there was someone in the trunk. Yeah. But I'm like, it's a lichen. It's a werewolf. <laughs> were we even dating yet? I think we might have been dating. We may have just started dating. So I think we were going to the movies. Yeah. And we had stopped to see your sister. <laughs> we both are just, what the fuck is that? What the fuck is that? I did. I thought there was someone in the trunk. But like your brain clicked and all you did was roll down your window, stick just... your hand out and pop it off. And pull it in. Put it goes, in my center console. And he's like, fuck Mike Wazowski. Yeah, scared the shit out of us. <laughs> but so all of that happened. And now Point Pleasant, West Virginia holds a yearly <laughs> the, the Mothman, Mothman festival. festival. Yeah, I want to go. I want to make the journey. Hey, I'm down for it. The pilgrimage. I'm down Mothman for it. Pilgrimage. Uh, you know, I'm so fucking down. It's not even funny. The Mothman Festival is an annual commemoration of the visit of the cryptid known as Mothman. That's right. It started in 2002 and is held on the third weekend of every September in downtown Point Pleasant, West Virginia. Damn, we just missed it. We did. It's located next to the Mothman Museum and the Mothman statue. Statue. Yeah, there's a metal statue of Mothman in the middle of Point Pleasant. You know what? You gotta do what you gotta do. Well, he, you know, he tried to warn him about the bridge collapse. Yeah. Nobody listened. He's like a, a... would-be town hero, you know? So, the festival features a wide variety of vendors, guest speakers, live music, food, and events for all ages. People, it, it sounds like it would be fun. Yeah. Like, you know, I mean, it's kind of like how a lot of Midwestern towns have, like, a pumpkin festival or a strawberry festival or, yeah. like, the watermelon festival. Yeah. You know? We're the home of the strawberry festival. Yeah, I mean, there's so many different... But nine times out of ten, when you go down to it, there's no fucking strawberries. Yeah, right? And I'm like, it's the Strawberry Festival blocking well, I bet off they don't half have the a town. Mothman at the Mothman Festival. They got a fucking a statue. statue. Yeah, it's good enough. It's good enough. Get a picture of me rubbing his butt. People from all over the world come to experience the unique atmosphere and learn more about the Mothman. And so, Mothman is also very famous entertainment. Yeah. Mothman was featured in the game Fallout 76, oh. in which he appears more a moth than a man. No man. Yep. Mothman was also featured in the book The Mothman Prophecies by John A. Keel, a movie of the same name. He also appears in many movies, documentaries, including The Mothman of Point Pleasant and TV shows like Mountain Monsters. The Mothman is featured in The Adventure Zone, Amnesty as Alien Psychic, and Trailer Park resident Endred Cold. Yeah. So that's the Mothman. Yeah. I love that shit. Yeah. Mothman. Mothman. Sorry, we have two Yorkies who yeah, are in the process no good of, of fighting in the bed. Yeah. Not fighting, but playing. To be fair, combined, they probably weigh like 15 pounds and they have an orthopedic bed. I don't know. He's pretty thick. Meant for like a 100 pound dog. I bet they're like 25. Oh. oh. <laughs> He's bouncing his ass. Ray's attacking him. Ray, get your brother. Get him, Ray. Get him. But. <laughs> Sorry about that. Normally they're lazy ass dogs. I'll say normally they're caught up on the bed or on the couches and blankets. But I hope you 
guys enjoyed this episode all about the Mothman. And as always, I want you to... You got an email, didn't you? Oh, oh, I did get an email. This never happened before, so I... (laughs) I'm super excited. This is my first time. This is my first time. I'm really nervous. I'm really nervous. I promise it'll get better. So I'm going to read it to you. Yeah, read it to me. So the center of this email's name is Cheyenne. There's a dog just sniffing all over my leg. You're fine. Cheyenne says... Is it the Cheyenne that we know? I don't know. Maybe. How many Cheyennes are out in the world? Probably a few. Probably a few. But anyway, hi Cheyenne. Cheyenne says, I really enjoy your podcast. I'm not so much into the like aliens and such, but I'm loving the ghost stories. I don't even know if I knew The Conjuring was based on the true stories, but that's interesting to me. Also, I agree with Colin. You for sure say sidekick (coughs) and sidekick the exact same way. Colin needs to go to a real haunted house and stay for a couple days and see what happens. Also, check out Netflix series 28 Days Haunted. Very interesting concepts. My mom was told that she was a medium and that she is sensitive. So she was open to it. She could do all that. She says, which creeps me out because what if I got that trait? They say, if you have the odd abilities, then entities are more likely to attach and come home with you, which is upsetting because I want to go to a haunted place, but now I'm afraid I might bring things home forever. Anywho, keep doing your thing. You're rocking it. Well, thank you, Cheyenne. I really, really appreciate it. That's right. And please, everyone else out there listening to me, figure out how this works. Please email me. I I need to know someone besides my <laughs> husband and friends are listening to me. It makes me feel better. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. I'm putting a lot of weight on this. You guys don't understand. You guys don't I, understand this, this. I need this so bad. This is all I have in life. <laughs> Do, you, <laughs> Do you remember when I told the guy at Bath and Body Works that all I had were candles? And I, and I'm but a, I was just trying to say that like it's the only thing I have as far as like. I don't get like, oh shit! I've got to get that about yeah. much, but I I obsess over candles. He I love candles. to go buy candles, and I'm telling the guy that's checking us out, <laughs> and I just kind of foot and mouth. I said, "This is all I have," and it sounds like I was a really desperate man at the end of my road. <laughs> and this guy checking out checking us out looks, at us, looks like, at us like Jesus. I'm a monster. And I proceed to go, he has a man cave <laughs> yeah, upstairs with his computer and all of his stuff. He loves candles. This is not all he has. <laughs> this is all I have. I'm like, like, this is not all he has. Okay? He's got his man cave. Well, this is not all you have. Sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I love doing this, and I love that people out there enjoy what I do. So please email me. My email is the letter A, couple O creeps at gmail.com. And as always, stay creepy, my friends, and I will see you next Sunday. 